to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Ardeva Tallis. Now for today's news. Let's take a minute and thank those that make the Bosque County Blast possible. This episode is brought to you by Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort, Texas New Mexico Power, Clifton Feed and Service, Dr. Julie Merriman, Ph.D. Coaching, and Corner Drug Cafe. And that includes Mr. Ed's Country Feed Store, ViraClear, Usselton Septic Services, The River Street Roost, Screen Door Inn, and Meridian Saddle and Leatherworks. For our lead story today, we talked to Clint Pullen of the Walnut Springs Business for Youth and Agriculture Association. The Rattlesnake Roundup is back this year with some great entertainment for friends and the family. Clint Pullen, I'm a member of the Walnut Springs Business for Youth and Agriculture, who puts on the annual Rattlesnake Roundup in Walnut Springs. It's been really slow here lately because of the COVID stuff. You know, we had to delay some things. You know, last year we had the Rattlesnake Roundup as normal in March. Right after that, they shut everything down because of the COVID. Our fundraiser was supposed to be back in May of last year, and we're getting wound up for the Rattlesnake Roundup. Coming up the first weekend in March. Of course, we're going to have snake handlers there to handle the rattlesnakes and put on the shows for you. So I believe that's going to be $5 a person. Or under three, I think, is in for free. We're going to have a carnival. You know, we're going to have a bunch of vendors that are going to show up. Food vendors, arts, crafts, and balloons, and popcorn, and, food, you know, all kinds of stuff that's going on It's going to be there. We're also going to have, on Saturday night, a dance, what we call the snake dance. I believe it's going to be over at Community Center, right next door to the WSBYA building. Come on over. We're going to have a pretty good band playing. So this is really important in fundraising for the WSBYA in that student scholarships are awarded and funds are raised to keep local youth engaged in agriculture and business. You can actually find out more at rattlesnakeballroom.com as well, with a page set up on the site dedicated to the Rattlesnake Roundup. But why is this important? We're also going to have a barbecue cook-off. It's going to be here in town at the same time. You can always get signed up for that and come and compete. We'd like for people to come out. I know people are wanting to get out. What this does is this raises the money, you know, helps us get the money to help out our kids that are in agriculture. I mean, you know, the kids show at the, at the county fair. They show goats and sheep and pigs and calves and chickens and lambs. And what we do is when our kids go up there to put the animals in the auctions, we want to be able to buy those for those kids as well as going on and buying another animal for next year. So not only do they help the the kids out that are showing their animals and trying to sell their animals, we also do scholarships. We do two scholarships a year. The seniors go in and and put in applications for them, and we offer scholarships for those, those kids that want to go to college. All we can say is please social distance. Wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. You're a grown adult. You know, we're going to be having probably some signs up that say, hey, you know, social distance and wear your mask. And, of course, expect tons of rattlesnakes at a safe distance, thankfully. Thanks, Clint, and we can't wait for the event this year. We're excited to announce that the Bosque County Blast is an official sponsor of the Roundup. Watch our site for the full list of sponsors to appear later. To the news desk. The movie night in Meridian has been moved to the Meridian Civic Center due to the freezing weather forecast. 
The movie is Valentine's Day themed, and it is 2016's La La Land with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Capacity is limited to 75 moviegoers indoors. Admission is free, and popcorn and heart-shaped cookies will be available. The movie is set to start at 6pm, with plenty of parking available at the center. The Laguna Park Library is hosting its big library sale February 8th through Friday, February 12th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Help them make some room for the brand new books expected later this spring. Check out the fiction, nonfiction, DVDs, and much more. The fill-a-bag of books is the theme. Donations help fund the library and keep it going. Watch for announcements of extended hours expected in March. The library is located at 356 State Highway 22 at the dam. Call 254-622-2665 for more information. Clifton Feed is offering two fish stocking days during the second half of February. The first option is Thursday, February 18th from 10 to 11 a.m. The second option will be Friday, February 26th from 8 to 9 a.m. Landowners should call 254-675-3416 or drop by the store to place their order. The fish truck will have catfish, bluegill, crappie, fathead minnows, and a few other species. Stock your ponds early this spring and get those fish growing. Customers call in their orders or just come by the store when the fish delivery truck is here. For our love story special today, we caught up with Ed and Phyllis Reiser of the Corner Drug Cafe about how they met. So it all starts in Boston County. After I graduated from high school, there was a 15-passenger bus that picked up students from Clifton, from Cranfield's Gap, from Meridian, and we were going to school at Hill Junior College in Hillsboro, and I did that for two years. And at the same time, there was... A Yankee from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, who decided to go to a two-year program, two-year school, in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Why Shawnee, Oklahoma? Because it is about as far away from home as I think I could have gotten at that point in time. And it was a two-year Catholic university, or Catholic college at that point, run by the Benedictine monks. You know, I had nothing to do but study, you know, back and forth. We would stay at Hill. We'd arrive there at 8 o'clock in the morning for people who had classes at 8 and couldn't leave until the last person was out of lab. And so you, your, your time in between, the little college is kind of located out at the edge of town, so there was nothing out there on that hill except the little college. And in... The spring of our, our second year... Spring of our second year... We both went to a conference in Columbia, 16th. Missouri. St. Stephen's College in St. Stephen's. And, you know, we had from Hill, there was a group of 10 or 15. Once again, 15 passenger bus. We drove all the way to Missouri to go to this particular conference. And I, as I recall, was an, was an officer, campus officer, there for the Phi Theta Kappa. So I had the chance to go to this conference. So I begged, borrowed, and convinced the, the, the monastery or the, the, one of the monks uh, who was our sponsor to let me borrow the, the car, the car from St. Gregory's College, the car. So I went by myself. 
to this conference in Stevens at Stevens College. And during one of the program, not one of the program, or between the programs, and I'm not too sure which day. It could have been the first or second. It was like probably a, the first day. First day. This was like a three-day conference. I Weekend was, in the springtime. I was sitting, sitting in the hallway in front of the, the cafeteria, and here comes this group of 15 people. And Phyllis was one of those 15 people. And I spotted her as she walked in front of me, and I said, that's the person I'd like to meet. And I, I got up, and I followed the group into the lunch line <laughs> to the cafeteria. And I kind of weaseled my way up to her, and for some reason I said, hi, my name's Ed, you know, and, which was pretty brazen for me. You know, I, kid from Pennsylvania coming to Oklahoma, I, I didn't, you know. You could talk to a post. <laughs> yeah, Phil said I can talk to a post. But anyhow, we just we started this conversation. And uh, there was a, an activity that evening, so I got my, the one car, got in the car, and we, it was my date, you know. I said, okay, how would you like to go were, this thing? Were, and so, no, the truth of the matter is... That's how I remember. We, it may not be that. <laughs> there were, you know, is it the University of Missouri? What else is in Columbia? What big university, state university is in Columbia? Uh, how we met these people that were having a party at their apartment I haven't a clue oh yeah the apartment no we took the yeah. van we did not take your car is that right okay yes we took the van I probably couldn't drive because there was probably some restrictions Wait, so, by so the... you asked her out like in the lunch line I guess we saw I guess we saw each other throughout the day so immediately when he saw her in line well you could say he was smitten. Ed showed up from Austin one night, driving all the way to Denton. One story about, about that. I was working at a, a restaurant. It's no longer open uh, in, uh, in Austin, but it was on, on Town Lake. It was the Ramada Gondolier on Town Lake. I worked there in a restaurant, you know, on parties and things like that. <clears throat> and I decided that one night after work, it was probably 1230 or so, that I was going to go out for a pizza. Well, around Austin, there was nothing, nothing open at that time. And in North Austin, there was supposed to be something open, uh, Pizza Inn or something like that. So I went for pizza. Well, when, it was, when I got there and it was closed, I said, well, what's further? You know, let me go to Georgetown and see what's available. I said, well, hell, Georgetown was closed. Well, by the time I got to Georgetown, I said, what the heck? I'm going to Denton. So I drove that to Denton. About 3 o'clock in the morning, I get into Denton, you know. And I think I either slept outside in the car, outside her dorm, and then when, she, when the dorm opened, you know, in the morning, I walked in, looked like crap. I walked in and I said this, I wanted to see Phyllis. And all these, it was, it's kind of funny, because all these ladies were coming down to go to breakfast in her PJs and all that kind of stuff. It was like, you know, this is so I sat there and watched all these young ladies come down to get so this and then is here in comes the day when, when women's dormitories were quite different, and we had our own little individual cafeteria. And so, yeah, you went to breakfast in your PJs uh, every morning in your slippers, and it was really rather nice. Yes, uh, I surprised some young ladies. I'm sure I did, sitting there. You're not supposed to be 
I would, I'm not supposed you to be there. You were not supposed to be there. That is absolutely correct. And no one kicked me out, so I thought... Nobody and, you out. And whoever I talked with when I went into the dorm called Phyllis, and I, and I just sat pretty much right there in the waiting area. I wasn't in the cafeteria. In the but it area. was right in the middle in next the middle. to the waiting room. Yeah. So we came down. She had breakfast. And, and I think I turned around and left because I had me back at shift on, at, the, at the restaurant. Fell in love and kept coming back together despite work, dreams, and sometimes more coming in between. So they kept living life together, bringing us to present day. Eventually, they came back to Phyllis's family home near Cranfield's Gap. The years after our daughters, you know, graduated from college, were off and on their own and doing their own kinds of things, we came down here to visit mom and dad quite often. And of course, Bossy County then, of course, became much more special once again to us. You know, I was ready to say adios, I'll never see you know, this small town again and forget, you know, all that's funny how that comes back around, you know, back around. And here I now, hopefully will go sit in my rocking chair and sit on the back porch and enjoy the kinds of things that mom and dad used to enjoy about that particular place. Thank you both for the love story. And from all of us here at the blast, we wish you many, many more happy years together. Stop by Mr. Ed's Country Feed Store for just about every type of livestock feed under the sun. Mr. Ed and family own and operate the shop a short drive from downtown Meridian. For high-quality Victor dog food at a moderate price, horse, lamb, and cattle feed, this store is a one-stop shop. And on special now, a 40-pound bag of lower-end dog food is $12.95 a bag. It's 18% high-point mini-chunk feed for the canine. Take home some of this before it runs out and find it at 9522 State Highway 6 in Meridian. The Meridian Public Library continues to receive new best-selling books every day from the funds received from grants. The library still needs support from the local community to keep the lights and internet on, however. Support the Meridian Public Library today. It's open Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And give them a like on Facebook. The 30th annual Bosque Countywide Garage Sale has been announced for Friday and Saturday, April 9th and 10th. Visit Bosque Countywide Garage Sale Weekend on Facebook. Coming up this summer, the Meridian Parks and Recreation announced that the first annual Chisholm Chili Cook-Off will be held June 25th and 26th at Meridian Park, Lions Park, and Bosque Bottoms. Organizers decided to schedule the event annually during the fourth weekend in June to coincide with the official birth date of the city of Meridian in 1854. Follow at Meridian TX Parks on Facebook for more. So if you're still looking for that perfect gift for your love this Valentine's Day, you'll find everything you need to woo that special someone at River Street Roost in Meridian. They've got beautiful bouquets like the Valentine's Classic Dozen Roses to small bouquets and adorable gift baskets. Stop by at 207 East River Street in Meridian or call 254-435-3048. Don't forget that sign-ups are open for the Healthy Kids Running Series in Clifton. Everyone from around Bosque County is invited to attend, and the cost is $35 per child. Running dates start this spring, but the registration cost increases after March 21st. 
Healthy Kids Running is a great way for children to get some physical activity. You can find out about referrals and more on Facebook at HKRS Clifton TX. And we have an exciting announcement concerning that from Renee Kettler herself. We are so excited that Boxy County Blast has joined us as a trade sponsor for the Healthy Kids Running Series. We look forward to this partnership and the things that we're going to be able to do together as we move forward with this series. I look forward to having you at the race series, and I look forward to the things that we're going to be able to do together as we move forward with this. The Cliff Tech Theater will be showing Casablanca as part of a Valentine's Day special event this Sunday. The show starts at 7 p.m. February 14th. For showtimes, announcements, and more, visit at Cliff Tech's Theater on Facebook. When we find ourselves with more than our tank can handle, we call Usselton Septic Services. As a family-owned company, Usselton provides knowledge, better pricing, and impeccable customer service. From tank disposal and inspections to new builds and repairs, they've got you covered. It might be stinky, but there is a solution. Call Usselton at 254-797-3116 and find out why they're number one in the number two business. Valley Mills has plenty of specials unique to the area going on this week for Valentine's Day. You can stop by BB's Back Porch Antiques and Uniques, the City on a Hill Boutique, and the Treasure Chest for more unique finds. Don't forget about the Painted Bunting, L&J Antiques and Fine Art, and the Foundry Market and Floral for more great finds and gifts for your significant other before this weekend. Meridian Saddle and Leatherworks is your one-stop shop for full-service leather repair, saddlery, cowboy equipment, chaps, and chinks. This allows the stockman to pursue his job without breakdowns in the field. For custom holster, knife sheaths, belts, wallets, and portfolio covers, Doug Davis does just about everything. There's skip away from City Hall on Main Street in Meridian. The new hours are Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon and 2 to 5 p.m., or by appointment. We headed down to Uncle Gus's Marine Resort to join with Texas Parks and Wildlife officials, 4-H kids from Bosque and Hill Counties, and the Texas AgriLife Extension Office to build fish hatcheries on Lake Whitney. Michael Baird, inland fisheries biologist with TPWD, spoke to us here. Michael Baird, and I'm an inland, inland fisheries biologist with Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Basically, we're just here as advisors, I guess, for these 4-H groups from Hill and Bosque County that are building fish habitat structures to put into Lake Whitney. Uh, we've been doing this uh, for several years on other reservoirs with, with a lot of success. We're just here to kind of help them help them get started. And, uh, Mark's really wanting this program to, I think, double every year in the number of habitat structures that he puts out. So we're happy to be here to help. As reservoirs age, they lose a lot of natural or woody debris, woody habitat in the reservoirs, usually the upper ends of the reservoirs. Kind of a good fad within fisheries nationwide to, to start replacing some of that habitat. And of course, we caught up with kids on the scene with their parents working alongside them. My name is Ethan Baldivia, and he's Daniel Baldivia. Hey, Daniel. I'm Daniel. We're basically building a fish house, a fish house somewhere where they can go and, I guess, build a habitat and, and start breeding more. So, All right. There's two different versions. We're all building the first version now, which is the cube. 
and then we have the condo, which looks crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it involves some concrete mixing too, from what I understand. I think it's a good idea. There's so much activity on the lake now since we've had the flooding. The fishing has gotten really good here, and it's bringing people back. And so now to be able to create more fish to, to fish, I guess, yeah. is a good thing. And we found a group that was working by themselves to figure out how to build the habitats with occasional assistance from adults. I'm Jackson Arrington. I'm Callie Stacks. And I'm Daly Gilbert. All right, and are y'all having fun yet? Oh, yes, <laughs> sir. Yeah, all right. So what are you working on? We are, we are creating a... A Georgia cube. Yeah, Georgia cube. Yeah. It's right now we're just taking the primer and then applying the glue and then sticking it together. Do you all have an idea what comes next after that? We're, uh, we're um, going to put the these on this black pipe over yeah. or like black pipe and go through it and make sure the fish can swim through it. Gotcha. We asked 4-H program director for Bosque County, Mark Arnold why this is important. You know, each year we're going to try to expand this. Last year we did one underwater freshwater reef and this year we're doing four. Our goal next year is to do a minimum of eight. But all of our sponsors cost about $2,300 in materials to build what we will build in the four different groups today and put into Lake Whitney. We started a sport fishing project with the 4-H last year. This is our second year to do it. And we've partnered with the Texas Parks and Wildlife along with the game wardens and local fishing guides and other, other businesses here in the community to teach the kids boating safety, water safety, species ID, fishing techniques, habitat, conservation, all those things that have to do with, with the different types of fish here in the lakes. Actually, we have four different groups, and we have about 22 4-Hers and adult volunteers with each group. So due to COVID, we're having to, to do it in, in four different locations uh, around the lake instead of one. But we're going to have right around 85 participants altogether, 90 participants in this project today. Thank you, Mark, and to all those involved. The habitats have not been launched yet due to cold weather, but they will be soon. And a huge shout out to the sponsors for this event, Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort, Citizen State Bank, Academy Sports and Outdoors, Arnold Crush Stone, the Randy Fowler Memorial Fund, and Straight Eyes Custom Rods. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us online at bosquecountyblast.com for more. We've got some exciting articles coming up today featuring parents and kids with the fish hatcheries. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening. Thank you.